Turn off. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the pre-show. It's part of the show where we talk about what we're going to do in the show. Pretty easy this week. My favorite show of the week. Preview show. I'm going to talk about all the new books coming out. Uh, did you do anything cool yesterday? I only saw you just 24 hours ago. Yeah, so not much has changed between then and now, I'm afraid. Me neither. I worked a little bit. Drove around. Anyway, uh, one word of note. Ivan Brandon, um, comic book writer, uh, he wrote, probably his most well-known thing is Viking over at Image Comics with Nick Klein. It's a big one everyone talks about. My favorite thing of his is The um, Cross Bronx with Michael Avon Oming. I actually have signed copies of that. Uh, but he had like a surprise heart attack. Not that any heart attack. Oh, no. Like, I'm ex- I was expecting that heart attack. I guess sometimes. Well, um, he was like in no, like, had no idea he had a heart condition. And shit, like, well, yeah, like heart attacks are inherently like a sudden, unexpected thing. But like, it's the I word like, attack. Yes. <laughs> yes. But like, there are certain people where if I heard that they had a heart attack, I would be less surprised than sure. if I heard other people had a heart attack. Sure, my 300 pound friend, you know, who, yes. who only, yeah had a heart attack but yeah ivan brandon he's got a gofundme if you go and google ivan brandon gofundme right now it's up there i'm sorry i don't have the link but yeah uh it, it's basically hit his goal but hey every little bit counts especially with medical bills so yeah i i, I sent him five bucks you know i don't well, know every little bit helps like you exactly, said exactly yeah i bought signed copies of the cross bronx from him years ago but man that's a good book anyway uh, let's talk about more good books. Say it well, but it was a it was a good segue. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. Oh man, there's some good stuff dropping this week too. Hell yeah. And it's all okay, so. Another episode of this Geek and Comics Outright Geekery's Comic Book Shit Talk Show. Shit Talk Show. Gomer and Taylor Hour, or the Taylor and Gomer Hour. However, I'm fine. We can do it alphabetical. That's as fair oh, as. Okay. 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 Anyway, let's do it. You see something, say something, chat. If you want us to talk about a book, let us know. We're going to talk about all the new books dropping this week. Uh, we started DC. Why? Because their books come out at midnight tonight. If you are so inclined, you can read them. Uh, I think it's actually like midnight Pacific. But hey, that's just splitting hairs. Uh, Void Song. Have not been reading this, but it's over. Weird matchup here. Yeah, uh, final issue. Yeah, I mean, these are both characters that go, like, really deep into, like, their history, and, you know, I don't necessarily feel surprised that they team up here, but I don't understand why it's called Void Song, though. Void Song is, like, a thing that happened. That's, like, the the bad thing that they're sort of fighting. It's why they were both able to detect this major—I read the first issue—this thing that occurred because Aquaman is connected to the ocean— and the Flash is connected to the uh, Speed Force, and Void Song kind of 
hits both of those angles. I don't know. This cover is weird as fuck. Aquaman and Flash do not belong in space. Okay, that's where they they should. Yeah, um, you took like the two members of the Justice League who are least well equipped for being in space. I mean, we say that, and Batman is on this fucking. Batman at least has like a a rocket. You know, he has like he has like space gear that he could use, but yeah. Yeah, so that's the thing. Uh, it was okay. I read the first issue. Uh, a big book this week is obviously Tom King's take on the Rogues Gallery, a series of one shots focusing on Batman's bad guys. This one is the Riddler uh, with Mitch Gerard's great team. You know they did that. Yeah, they've got a they've got quite a lot of good titles under their belt as a collaborative yeah. duo. Yeah, so I heard this kind of tries to maybe rewrite the Killing Joke by suggesting that the Riddler. It was his idea all along, and the Joker just did it, and he was just fucking with the Joker to see if he'd do it. I hope not. That sounds stupid as hell. It sounds like an unreliable narrator sort of thing, but yeah, whatever. I mean, even in the killing joke, right, the Joker says, like, who knows I'm just making all this shit up, you know? Exactly. It's Yeah, the killing joke is one of those books where it's okay for writers to sort of take liberties with it, because the killing joke itself is like one huge liberty. You know, it, in the weirdest way. I don't, know. I don't know. If Black Label had existed back then, Killing Joke would have been Black Label, I'm oh, sure. Oh, for sure. 100%. 100%. Uh, okay, Batman Superman World's Finest. Uh, the book's been okay. Got this great Dodson uh, cover. Oh, my God. That's gorgeous. Yeah, that is just great. Uh, but I've been kind of off this. It's like every other issue is, like, okay. And then every third or fourth, it's like, oh, man, I'm so glad I read that. But otherwise, it's hard to – it's not very consistent. Yeah, I mean, it's an okay read. It's one of those, like, kind of no-nutrition junk food comic type of things, right? Where it's just, yeah. it's 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 goofy fun. Yeah. Uh, another great here, you know, Dad's Day, hanging out at the pool at the Wayne's, you know. That's fun. Yeah, that's fun. Again, they've been Damien would be the douchebag with the um, water yeah. guns. Well, Batman is playing <laughs> pool tennis or whatever with... Bruce over here knocked the hole right through his fucking paddle. So who's the asshole? Uh, anyway, they've been doing a bunch of these summer covers. Oh, and here's the ball. i just now noticing the ball way up front. That's a pretty good cover. But they've been doing a whole series of these uh, summer festival seasonal covers. And, yeah, they've been okay. Why the hell not, you know? Yeah, why the hell not? Batman the Night. I don't know why anyone would be reading a Chip Zdarsky Batman book. That is this, because Chip Zdarsky is actually doing the main batman title kind of bad timing there honestly um carmine d is great but wow that just seems like a bad idea but whatever uh black adam number three continues with a, a series of good covers um oh here's another one of those i guess pool party covers black adam hanging out in the in the jacuzzi huh. uh catwoman a great book jeff jeff to call doing a very cool swimsuit cover. Again, a whole series of these, you know, summer-themed covers, and that's just beautiful. Thank you, Jeff DeCall. But, I mean, really not a lot to look into. Dark Crisis is good, but I'm not reading this tie-in. It seems detached, dissociated from everything else going on in the event. I hate that cover. Yeah, I hate this cover, too. I, I do not like it. It's a Jorge Corona, too. I usually really like his work. I mean, I don't think the line work or anything is bad, but it's just the whole eye thing is just freaking me out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, DC of Vampires keeps going. Uh, here's another 
summer swimsuit cover. Uh, kind of weird. Wonder Woman as a vampire out in the sun. I mean, she's getting burned, but it just... I like I don't get it. <laughs> it's a little bit of a saving grace that she is like burning in the sun. Like I honestly I think that they were told like, hey, we're doing like a summer uh variant for this vampire book and the artist is like, Okay, well I can maybe think of a way to get that to work. Yeah, I can add some vampire you know, aesthetics <laughs> to it, sure. Uh one thing I will wanna mention, a uh, Greg Pak, Koi Fam, Scott Hanna, terrific book here, duo. It's on the Earth M, which is basically an offshoot of Milestone. Uh, this has been great, dude. This is such a fun, science-y, philosophical sort of look at these this couple who was in a relationship who has this crazy mad scientist accident happen to him, you know? And now they're having to deal with each other internally. It's really wild, dude. Really good book uh, by Greg Pak. And I hope these Earth M books keep going. And that is a really good hook for it, yeah. Like. Yeah. You know, superhero antics, but also, like, do you really know the people that you know? Yes, yes. Yeah, they're really hitting that good. So, Uh, I guess we can mention Flash. I know you're reading it. It is a... uh, Yeah, sure. Flash is a lot of fun. This is barely a tie-in to Dark Crisis. I mean... Isn't it them looking for... Yes, it's the... It provides the excuse for why Barry is, like, missing in the multiverse. But other than that, there's really been... It really could be any Flash story arc, you know? Oh. Well, that's good and bad. Whatever. Well, it's not necessarily a bad thing. This book has been a lot of fun. And, like, they're doing a lot of goofy shit with the multiverse here where there's, like, a Mad Max universe and, like, a Silver Age universe. That's rad, dude. That's cool. Oh, I dig this cover, this Generations cover here by Torrin Clark. Very well done. That's well done, yeah. Yeah, especially with the Dark Crisis. Like, I don't know, these Dark Crisis characters. These are Well, sure, it's, like, Black Canary and uh, Superman there. There's a Robin over here, though. I don't I don't understand that. Beats me. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, Derek True, Harley number 20 tie-in. She's doing, like, zombie football or whatever. That's pretty rad. I like that. Uh, but, again, not much else. Um, these are all, you know. Well, I always like these, like, vintage covers that I do with Harley. Yeah. Uh, I guess the big book for the week for you, Tom Taylor. Yeah. Doing Nightwing. Terrific well, book. That's fun. Love it. Oh, yeah, that is a super fun cover. Redondo is just off the chain now. There is no holds barred. They said, do whatever the fuck you want. This book is selling mad. We don't give a shit. Uh, Great variant here. I just love the way Jamal Campbell just focuses this. Yeah, that's a good pose for him and everything, yeah. Yeah, artistically speaking, it's just really well done. But then, of course, the obligatory swimsuit cover super yeah, that's well i mean i guess equal opportunity broke backing here oh, you know, for so sure cheesecake, yeah. I guess. yeah i cheesecake i like cheesecake all kind of flavor of cheesecake you know uh but nicola scott cannot beat her as an artist so a great book but um hey, what else we got batman and robin's getting collected that was a great that was a good story yeah if you haven't checked yeah. this out already this is definitely a story that's worth reading um that second issue in particular where like batman deploys dick to be his fucking spy you know yeah. spoiler alert i guess oh but, no but it still works dude it's spoiler alert for like a year old issue but you know but still that issue that is barely a spoiler that that's just like ancillary to what that issue actually means uh, Bruce and Alfred playing mom and dad in this is so fucking well done, dude. It's just perfect. And yeah, definitely pick this up if you haven't read it. 
uh, Swamp Thing gets traded for Volume 2, and that's it. We got Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman, black and gold, getting collected. Cool Jen Bartel cover, but uh, sorry, not a lot at DC this week. Uh, definitely picking up the whole, you know, Nightwing. Uh, but well, sure. Night- Pretty much any time Tom Taylor throws out a DC book, it's worth checking out. Yeah. Yeah. But really, that's it. There's just not a lot. Uh, I'll probably pick up the one bad day. I'm not you know? sure about that one. I want to wait and hear about it. Um, yeah. I, think, I mean, Mitch Gerard and Tom King have usually gone, you know, with some good shit. Um, I'll check out that Flash book. I really enjoy that. Sure, you got Flash. Yeah, the headliner is for sure the Nightwing book. Yeah, so uh, moving on to everybody else. I'm definitely going to read Duo as well, but uh, everybody else got a lot of better stuff going on. Over to Image Comics. This book comes out at Wednesday night. At min oh Tuesday midnight into Wednesday morning so, twentieth uh, century man Denise Camp S Morian I don't really know what any of this is about it's like a World War II, um, super powered American president all kinds of like cyborg, it seems like a weird mishmash of genres just pushed into a like exploration of the Cold War and the you know, the the 20th century. So I don't know, man, it looks cool. It's an extra big first issue uh, at typical cover price. So it might be worth picking up. I'm not sure. I'm checking it out, but I don't have high hopes for it. Uh, In terms of everything else at image, uh, I don't know. There's a $9 3d version of the first issue of crossover. That's cool. Oh, it's like 3d glasses and shit. Yeah. It comes with 3d glasses. Okay, well, man, that is taking us back to uh, back. what I thought was a retired gimmick for comic books. Yeah, dude, way back. Well, I guess at this point, it's like kind of intentionally an outdated gimmick, you know, yeah. playing with. Sure, yeah, it's like nostalgia for nostalgia's sake, yeah. Uh, do a Powerbomb by Daniel Warren Johnson, fantastic book. Supernatural Wrestling. Looking really forward fun. to the trade for this one, for sure. Yeah, really fun. Uh, Firepower, because it would not be a week in Image Comics without a Kirkman book. Oh, but speaking of uh, collections, um, looks like Echo Lance is finally getting a... Oh my god, I skipped right past it. Yes, Echo Lance is probably my favorite book. I think it was my favorite art of the year last year. This book. Well, sure, it's J.H. Williams III. Yeah. It's so good. It's great sequential art. The story is a little lacking, you know, but you're not reading this for the story. You're reading this to look at that beautiful art. Huge, you know, it's like a real wide layout. Uh, Yeah, definitely a pickup if you don't have it, if you don't have this. And you know what? Even if you do, this is going to be a hardcover, right? Man, that's a good price and a beautiful book to have. Yeah, um, these these collections are a good opportunity for, um, like, good artists, especially ones who, like, really push the envelope of, like, page layout and shit like that. Like, um, I remember getting the Sandman Overture, which was drawn by J.H. Williams III, and that was definitely worth having in the bound issue, you know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Beautiful. Uh, The Last Shadowhawk, this is one of those 90s throwback sort of books. Okay, you have to remind me, what is Shadowhawk? I think I've heard the name before, but I can't place it. I don't know. Or maybe I'm thinking of Silverhawk. Maybe this isn't a thing. Silverhawk was like a Hanna-Barbera or something. Silverhawk was a Thundercats ripoff. Yeah, in space. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But no, I don't know who Shadowhawk is. I think he's like a character from like the Image 90s stuff. I don't know. It's their anniversary. It sounds very 90s, I will say. Yeah. Shit ton of variant covers for this. I mean, almost way too many variant covers. Um, but yeah, Nita Hall's Nightmare Blog is solid. Ordinary Gods number eight. 
pretty cool book. Uh, yeah, Shirtless Bear Fighter, I think, is the winner, though, over at Image Comics for me uh, this week. Uh, this is the miniseries premiere. It's the sequel to the original Shirtless Bear Fighter, which is just a big bunch of big, dumb, stupid fun with like yeah. this co- little bit of commentary in there. Fantastic book. Uh, definitely on my top three for this week uh, in stuff I'm excited for. So cannot wait on that one. Uh, Silver Coins, always solid. Uh, and, of course, Walking Dead. Wouldn't be a week. Gotta pay them bills. Spawn and Walking Dead. That's how they... Gotta uh, pay the bills. Yeah. Gotta pay the bills. Uh, Boom has nothing. Uh, they got Flavor Girls. They got, you know, some Angel. Uh, they got the Dune book. So, not really much there. Uh, Grimm's getting a second printing, which good for them. That book's solid. Um, I think it is definitely going to get picked up for a series. But... Uh, yeah, not much over at Boom. Moving on to Dark Horse, a lot of trades from them this week, which is fine. Uh, Overwatch, which is a video game tie-in, is getting an issue. Uh, Parasomnia, though, uh, this is a sequel to the Colin Bunn, Andrea Moody horror book. That was pretty good. You know, uh, if the one thing Colin Bunn, as a writer, can do well, it's fucking horror. Uh, Harrow County, probably the most notable work that he's done. Uh, yeah, that's like right up there. That is very much his wheelhouse. Is uh, yeah. he's he's also doing the uh the Shadow Man stuff over at a uh, Valiant, right? Yeah, when it comes out, he is doing the Shadow Man stuff. Once and in a blue moon, he does yeah. Shadow Man over at Valiant. <laughs> and Shadow Man is basically horror too. It's super. It really is. Horror. Yes, I mean yeah. it's definitely the most horror book that Valiant puts out. Yeah. Uh, so that might be a good uh, DH pickup. Uh, and it's cool because you get a double dose of Colin Bunn horror because he also is finishing up his Tales from Harrow, Harrow County, uh, which has just been a bunch of one-shots, you know, telling stories from that universe. Well, sure, uh, but that's like – that lends itself very well to these little vignettes. So, yeah, yeah this, this might be a cash grab, but it's a cash grab that's probably worth checking out. Yeah, and you're only going to grab this if you're a fan of that book. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. It's, it's a little bit of both. So best of both worlds there. Uh, IDW is where it's at for me this week, dude. I hate to say it. Uh, Dark Spaces Wildfire number two is the follow-up to the debut issue from Scott Snyder. And what is his name? Hayden Sherman. You know, Breakout This is artist. like the heist one with the, uh, yes. like the firefighters from the prison gang, right? Yeah, it's California Wildfire, a bunch of prison female inmates. Uh, who are out to do this work, you know, like almost basically volunteer work and getting paid like $3 a day plus meals. And one of them remembers that they're in, in an area where this billionaire lives. She was his assistant and she got all the codes to get into his house and steal all his money. So that's basically where we're at at the end of the uh, first issue. They're kind of all getting together and figuring out even like the prison guard who's in charge of them is now like, okay, let's go do this. And first issue, it was so well done. The art, the sequential art, the design, just perfect, dude. Like, best of the year in that first issue. And I'm expecting nothing less in this second issue. So, a lot to live up to. But, I mean, hell, it's Scott Snyder. You know, he knows what he's doing. A uh, lot of variants for that. Good on them. Uh, My Little Pony collected. Uh, Sega the Sonic. Sega the Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog Annual 2022. Uh, but another big book. Mirror War is finally wrapping up. Feels like it's been going on way longer than eight issues. Oh, yeah. Well, they haven't been getting it out like every month, I don't think. They have not. And they've been putting out little one-shots here and there uh, starring some of the characters. But, yeah, really excited to read this to, you know, cap this off and see where everything goes. Uh, Yeah, I'm a sucker for Trek. I can't help myself. Can't help myself. Uh, And then we get this uh, Trove Cult. 
This is one of the another one of those books, just like that Wildfires book that IDW announced a few months ago. Uh, they they're losing GI Joe, they're losing Transformers. Uh, those are big sellers for them, so they got to fill the gap somewhere. And they decided to go with creator-owned content. Good for them. Scott Bryan Wilson and Liana Kangas. Uh, flipping burgers, fifteen years, no kids, no hobbies, no love interests, no life. Um, but he plans to change everything. Years of watching daily rhythms of the neighboring stores has given Marty the idea for a perfect heist. But when he accidentally steals a supernatural weapon from a cult full of violent lunatics, the resulting satanic panic will be way above his minimum wage pay grade. Nothing can prepare you, compare you, prepare you for the coming of trove cult i don't know how to fuck i'm not sure that. how you're supposed to say that but, um, trove cult. that sounds like a pretty fun premise though um yeah, it's, it's like horrifying and hilarious so little Tony it's like Tony. clerks and a heist book and some satanism thrown in for good measure yeah yeah so that's what i'm expecting like a supernatural clerks heist book so yeah it looks fun dude i'm definitely picking that up uh and then i'll obviously usagi you know the only licensed book they really have anymore hell yeah yeah all right, moving on to Marvel. Here it is. It's been a million years. No, a million and 2,000 years in the making. Uh, dude, he teased this shit. It's been at least three years ago now. This, yeah, whenever he started his Avengers run, this is what he led with. And yeah, yeah um, this has been a long time coming. Um, He's been building up. He's been adding to it here and there. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Jason Aaron's Avengers of One Million BC. His his run is coming to an end within the year. So yeah, um, we're starting uh, to get into the end game stuff, and yeah, this looks like it'll be really fun. I mean, especially Kev Walker doing the artwork. That's always right. a huge asset. Yeah, I like that too. So yeah, that's definitely Lunar. Oh, look at that face on Odin. That's perfect, man. That's good. Yeah, it's going to be a good book. Uh, not as many uh, variants as you'd think. Uh, of course, the obligatory Scotty Young variant. But there is a prehistoric homage cover that's homaging like one of the first Avengers books, which is uh, pretty fun. Uh, okay, uh, I'm not sure about this at all. I'm probably going to get it because it's a a few reasons. It's a mutant book. You know, I read all the X books. It's an event book for an event that I am reading, and it's written by the guy who's also writing the event. So Yeah, that's usually my criteria for wanting to pick up a tie-in is, is it written by the guy who's actually writing the event? If so, that definitely ups its stock in my value. Yeah. Uh, art looks really good here. Uh, Kieran Gillen sticking with the same sort of sort of doing the story through insets. You know, not really telling the story through the characters or through the sequential art as much as telling it through like these these inset word pieces and i mean that's good it works it's been fun so far uh to an extent i'm hoping to get a whole lot more of the story through at least a couple more tie-ins i know we're only like a quarter of the way through the event so yeah and well based off of the pages we're seeing here this is tying in very directly with what happened at the end of the last issue like Phaestos is over here chewing them out for something he told them was a bad idea yeah yeah, so interesting uh, acts still going on over at Marvel with the Avengers, the X-Men, and the Eternals hanging out. Uh, not much else over at Marvel. There's a few things. Well, uh, them hitting Marvel, 40 is a milestone nowadays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Captain Marvel hitting issue 40 is huge for Kelly Thompson, dude. Huge. She's gone everywhere with Carol this this uh, series, this volume, I guess. Kelly Thompson yeah. wrote that. 
Black Widow book that was yeah. cut down. Prime, so. I liked it a whole lot more than I liked this book. A whole lot more. Um, but top of my list this week, the one I'm most excited for is the $6. I know, damn. Oh, yeah. Technically, Daredevil number 650. Chip Zdarsky and Marco Cicchetto. You know Marco Cicchetto. This dude has been doing comics for a long, long time. But holy shit, look at this art. The unique take on the nine-panel page, which I adore. Yeah. And then he moves right into here with just some great comic booking with, you know, the ghost of his brother, I guess, sort of. Is that who that's? No, that's Goldie. Oh, my bad. Apparently, like, like, Guardian Angel or some shit. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, I came into this run late. I didn't start reading this until... um, devil's reign but yeah i'm really liking chip sadarsky's take on the character and you know i didn't really appreciate until just now how chip sadarsky is writing batman and daredevil simultaneously dude i mean they're not once like the biggest book in the world i'm just saying though like they do have a lot of similarities and also batman is always like the biggest book in the world just because it's batman and daredevil is like the prestige run for a lot of writers you know yeah, so is he doing that? Is he hitting it's what a weird time to be into comics. Because you're right, that is weird, dude. That is just really weird. Uh but yeah, good for him. Here's Electric kicking the shit out of a predator, since it is, you know, peak predator right now. Love that. Oh my gosh. That's... I'd I'd read an issue of that. You know, I'd read Marvel like dude. the like street level Marvel dudes facing off against a predator. That sounds like a lot yeah. of fun. Dude, you know those black, white, and red books? They should do one for Alien and one for Predator. That's a good idea. Yeah, thank you, Marvel. Pay me. Uh, And then they're still doing these dumb Secret Invasion covers, which I just don't understand anymore. I thought Secret Invasion was done. I know they're getting ready for the show. Yeah, it's been done for 10 years. No, I mean, like, they were going to revisit it. Secret Invasion. Oh, I... If I heard that before, I completely forgot about it, and I don't think they have circled back to that idea. Yeah. Uh, Edge of Spider-Verse number two. First issue was okay, but man, my dog going crazy. Sorry. Uh, another Fortnite book, always a big sellout over at Marvel. They love selling those books. Yeah, I uh, mean, that's uh, it. If you want to get one, you've got to be there when the comic shop opens because these things yeah. sell like yeah. hotcakes to the end. It's, you know? it's got codes in them that sell yep. the hell out of book, but. Hulk number eight, finally, we were just talking about when the hell is the damn video game book coming out between Hulk and Thor? Well, here it is. It's finally here. Banner of War finale. It's not loading any of the previews for some reason. Um, But this has been pretty fun. It's exactly what you'd expect. You know, it's a video game book. It's yeah, I mean, mash my action figures together, and, and they even use the aesthetics of video games, so like even health yeah. bars and shit like that. Yeah, uh, so a great uh, the Hellfire Gala is over, but we do have a Hellfire Gala variant, probably one of the best dressed at the Gala. Just love that, very well done by Russell Dodderman. And uh, and just in time for the She Hulk show coming out this week, too. Yes, oh man, can't wait. We're talking. We're talking about that on Sunday. We'll definitely do yeah. that. I think it's a Thursday release, though, not a Wednesday. Yeah, they switched up the release schedule for weird. this one. It's weird. Mm, well, whatever, I guess. Uh, All right, uh, hey, here's a follow-up to that uh, Wolverine book that you yes. were uh, last week. I was yeah, a fan of it, too. But, yeah. 
Yeah, my my pick of the week last week was the uh, uh, Miss Marvel and the X Men. I think it's actually Miss Marvel and Wolverine, but it was Miss Marvel and Wolverine. But the book was definitely uh, X Men yeah. more so than just Wolverine. Yeah, uh, writer Jody Hauser is so great with these just little small type stories that are just grabbing corners of of the universe and mashing them together. Ibrahim uh, Robertson, fantastic artwork here, very detailed work. And, uh, yeah, I'm anxious to see this for sure, man. I don't remember these characters ever really interacting before. It'll be kind of interesting to see the dynamic they have. Yeah. Uh, again, I said it about, you know, other characters, but I think it's pretty safe to say that uh, Kamala Khan has never been hotter than she is right now. Yeah, I mean, the people running Disney Plus must especially like this crossover, you know, like two of the oh, dude, two of their biggest the shows they've had. Yeah. 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 Great cover here. This cover is going to go for a whole lot. The Peach from Moco cover, even though I'm not sure I like the shading on Moon Knight right here, it makes his face look kind of weird. I what do like the sort of like I do sort of like the like split frame right between like his background and her background. Yeah, like night and day. Yeah, very yeah. nice. Yeah, uh, and there's also a Declan Shelby cover. Uh, New Mutants 28, always a favorite around here. It is one of the top tier uh, experts. Yeah, top. Oh, it looks like we're um, ending this current story arc, which has been going finally, for a minute here. Finally, it, it dragged a little bit. I didn't need to know any more about magic than I already did. It did not help me at all to understand the character. But again, I don't think the book was for me. I think it was for more for new readers um, who needed to. Be I never, up. yeah, I never read the old like Belasco stuff from like forever yeah. ago. So, you yeah. needed to be caught up on who magic was, who Ileana Rasputin was before they move her forward into who she is going to become. And they're definitely got plans. This writer definitely has plans for that character in this series. And that's always, you know, a good thing. Uh, David Pepos, uh, continuing Savage Avengers, a uh, pretty good series. Bunch of Star Wars, Star Wars 26. Uh, Mandalorian number two. Man, I got, I got. I got duped on this. I bought this first issue. It's just an adaptation of the show. Oh, no. That sucks. Yeah, I thought it was new shit. I guess I didn't read it as well as I should have. I was like, all right, new Mandalorian. It was the first episode. Yeah, I even recognized the scenes there. And I was like, I done saw this. Uh, Anyway, still good. You know, if you collect uh, everything Star Wars, it's nice. I mean, hey. You you have all the adaptations. They've done these for all the other Star Wars movies, so this is that crack out of here. But... I would be disappointed if I was expecting something new and got an adaptation. I was. Instead. Yeah, and I was. So, Strange number five, uh, continuing that story. Uh, Ultraman, Mystery of the Ultra Seven. Uh, Higgins and Groom, again, they were the ones who did the first uh, series. So, uh, yeah, if you're an Ultraman fan, Marvel still owns that license and Marvel is still doing books. So, there you go. Uh, isn't it odd that we hadn't seen Ultraman in other shit? Does did Marvel just have the comic license? What I honestly forgot they have the license. Oh, yes, yeah, I did too. I did too. It seems We're like this is the first time in a while they've done anything with it then. No, they did something maybe last year, or maybe it ran into last year. I don't know. Um, maybe they're waiting on trade sales to see what those look like before green light and another. But hey, why the hell don't we have like Ultraman teaming up with the Avengers or some Dude. shit? Dude! Oh, what? That'd be sweet. They can fight Fin Fang Foom or something. I don't know. Oh, that would be rad. I would read the hell out of that. Uh, and then we get a whole fucking glut of X books. Why, Marvel? Why? Why? It's, you it's, I think it's space these out a bit better. I mean, and also we had uh, New Mutants earlier, too. So Yeah, dude, it is a huge X book. It's like five fucking X books. Uh, and some of the good ones, I mean, I don't know. New Mutants is good. X Men is good. It ain't immortal, it ain't red. 
those are the top two for me, man. Um, but a lot of X-Men 13 covers. Ooh, man, that is a nice Adams variant for that. Um, so, yeah, a lot of cool variants. But uh, X-Men 92, House of 92, whatever. Uh, and then this, the X-Men Unlimited X-Men Green number one. This was I didn't a, realize this was going to be a mini. I thought it was going to be an ongoing. This green? Yeah, green. No, as, as far as I know, this was just a, uh, a digital-only comic that did very well, and then they tend to print those. I, I'm sure I just well. misunderstood. Yeah, but it is uh, Gary Duggan, so good for him. Uh, yeah, so, man, Marvel really bringing the heat this week. An event tie-in, another issue with Daredevil. Uh, shit ton of mutants. I mean, holy crap. Why? Why, Marvel? Why so many damn books? Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, not much from Dynamite. They do have the uh, Army of Darkness reanimator uh, crossover. Always fun stuff. A uh, bunch of expensive reprints. Always Red Sonia. Uh, they do have Lady Hell debuting, which is pretty cool if you're you know a fan of that stuff. A like an adaptation of like Norse mythology, I guess. But yeah, oh, fuck, wow, uh, yeah, it's, it's like onslaught variant. Well, like I'm sure it, it. Of course, it's yeah. cheesecake. It's well, Dynamite. I'm assuming that it's like. Hell from like Norse mythology. Yeah, it's like from the Purgatory universe. Their take on on that character, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not bad. I've I've read the character before. Mad Balls versus Garbage Kill Pale Kids number two. Just big dumb stupid fun with a lot of eighties nostalgia, you know. Uh, and then uh, some expensive reprints for the con goers. Uh, and that's really it, man. I did not get a chance to look through any of the uh, small press stuff. Uh, so, I mean, I'll take a quick. We don't have our small here. press correspondent, David. Yeah, Dave. our small press correspondent, David. He's usually here ready to go looking for, you know, the next indie hit, looking for the next up and coming creator. Um, so, yeah, sorry, y'all. But I mean, damn it. Oh, New Think. New Think is fun. It's an anthology, kind of like Black Mirror. Uh, very well done. The first two issues were really fun. So, uh, yeah, there's at least one, you know, small press book. That's on AWA. Uh, probably the best of the really small press right now, you know. Uh, oh, We Ride Titans. I think this is almost over. This is about a family. It's more of a family. Oh, drama, yeah. But the family business is driving giant Jaegers to go kill fucking Kaiju. Uh, and it's really cool. But it's a family drama. You know, don't get it twisted. You're not going to go in this seeing every damn page. You know, every damn issue is going to be a big kaiju fight. They're in there, but most of it is about, you know, how dad's been an asshole to us and how my brother won't stop drinking. It's a know? really neat take. Like, I remember the first issue uh, getting shown yeah. off where it was like it, all the kaiju stuff was way in the background. And, yeah. you know, it is first and foremost family drama. Yeah. Yeah. Fun take, but uh yeah woo! lots of good books mostly again from marvel right we do have you have flash there's nightwing there's duo over at dc so there's a few books sure sure know. yeah there's some but there's man, some definitely there's like no five there. fucking x books coming out this week. yeah i mean new mutants x-force x-men the x-men legend stuff um and I know I'm missing one. There's the one at the end too, whatever that was. But um, uh, and hell, yeah. the the um, the axe book is an X Men book, at least in oh, part. It has the word mutant in the fucking title. So yeah, uh, it's X Men Green. That was that digital. Film. That was right. That was right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, 
Daredevil's also coming out. That's uh, consistently good shit. And that's a that's two dollars more. That's a six dollar book because it's extra. And that um, Avengers one million BC is probably going to be a big pickup for people who are fans yeah. of Jason Aaron's run. Yeah, Hulk number eight is wrapping up the big Hulk Thor event. There's another Edge of Spider Verse. So, man, if you're a character guy, if you follow like the big characters, there ain't nothing but big characters to follow at Marvel. Uh, Dark Spaces Wildfire at IDW. Mirror World that Trev Cult Trove cult whatever the fuck book debuting uh just so much shit. a double dose of colin bun over at dark horse and then oh my god silver coin shirtless bear fighter debuting um damn echo lands collected do a power yeah. bomb this is one of those somehow yeah. oh my gosh yeah so geez y'all so many good books uh hey andy thanks for stopping by brother you have a good evening too man right, Andy. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about all of these books and more next week on the Sunday Night Show. Please tune in. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, if you want links to that, go to OutrightGeekery.com. All of our channels are up there, social media, YouTube, Patreon. I don't know. We got we got links for every damn thing. TikTok? What the fuck is a TikTok? I don't know. Uh, we're both rolled for TikTok, man. Yeah, no shit. Check out the Bullies. Those are our partners in crime. They hang out. They do uh, pop culture podcast uh leroy and eli uh good pals of mine smart dudes man they had a show last night they went over just a, really it sucked because the first 20 minutes was like man so many people died last week you know and hesha died and yeah uh so many people had passed away they went into that so it was kind of bummer you know like the first part of it uh but anyway check them out a lot of fun uh again thanks so much for hanging out everybody but most of all thanks to this guy for hanging out with this guy good times we are going to do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. Ooh. Man. Marvel. Yeah. On the second week of the month, too, they kind of have like a weird schedule.